Good morning. So good to have you here on this bright uh, September uh, morning. We're glad that you're here to worship. And for those who are visiting us on Zoom, we're glad that you're a part of our worship as well. A couple of announcements uh, today. Um, I just want to say thank you to those uh, who are in charge of our uh, step out and service projects. Um, both our um, teacher gift baskets and our potluck uh, dinner or picnic was uh, it was successed and um, it's just really good that we are seeing people doing what we've been called to do the up the in and the out and so thank you so much uh, for doing that um, you couldn't have picked a better uh, time for the picnic especially when all the tables were out and I was like, well, how is this going to work? And then the shadows came in from the church and it was cool and everyone just, every, everything was wonderful. So thank you so much uh, for those uh, who were uh, doing that. Um, there are some changes coming in October. So the first Sunday uh, in October, October 3rd, we're actually moving our Bible studies from Wednesday nights to Sunday nights, uh, and it will be at 6.30, and then our prayer meetings are actually coming back to Wednesdays, and that'll be the first Wednesday in October, October 6th, and that'll be starting at 6.30 as well. Uh, so we just wanted to let you know, um, we wanted to let you know those, those things going on. Um, and then the plans for the parsonage. Now we've, um, I, I need to make sure that you understand as we're starting to furnish this, uh, we're not looking for new, uh, not necessarily new items. Um, we just want things that are, um, that are nice. If you would have it in your house, then we would have it here. We don't want things that uh, might be broken or have stains on it uh, because this is for people who are coming in uh, who are in need of um, either a place to stay for our members or for our missionaries, and we want it to be nice. Um, and so um, as we, you know, we, we've got a, a very nice couch in there, uh, and so now we're going to uh, add stuff to it, and it, it could take us some time, but it's a slow process. So if you'd like to, um, if you're interested in helping um, with that, um, see Dave. You're welcome, Dave. Did I? Yeah. Uh, tonight, uh, there's a free concert at, no, it's not tonight. It's next Sunday. Uh, three o'clock in the afternoon, September 26th, uh, Then Sings My Soul. Um, it is songs and hymns based on the ministry of Billy Graham, and that's going to be at our sister church, Zion EC Church in Anvil. Is there any other announcements? Concert at three o'clock. Yes. So. So the question is, so we're going to do Zoom for both the prayer and the Bible study. So for those that can't make it, we will still do 
zoom on both. Um, so that, that was a question for you know, Sunday nights and, and Wednesdays. Uh, I think it's important to do Zoom because we have people who can come and those, you know, when we have snow or whatever, we can still meet. Uh, we would like to have people in person, but we know that something comes up um, that we need, we want to be together. Any other announcements? Then hear this from, for our call to worship. It's from Matthew 28. 19 through 20, uh, would you please stand as I read this call to worship. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Good morning. Please sing with us. Giver of every breath I breathe, author of all eternity, giver of every perfect thing, to you be the glory. Maker of heaven and of earth, no one can comprehend your worth. King over all the universe, you be the glory. I'm alive because I'm alive in you, and it's all because of Jesus I'm alive, it's all because of the blood of Jesus Christ, it covers me, raises dead man's life. Because of Jesus, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. Giver of every breath I breathe, author of all eternity, giver of every perfect thing. You be the glory, maker of heaven and of earth. No one can comprehend your word. King over all the universe, do you be the glory? And I'm alive because I'm alive in you. And it's all because of Jesus. It's all because the blood of Jesus Christ It covers me and raises dead man's life 
Before we go to the prayer um, time, I, I wanted to show you something. Uh, this is called a hymnal. Does everyone know what a hymnal is? There's music inside this. Yes. Now, um, I know, it's, it's amazing. Today, we are actually going to have to use it. Uh, our, the first hymn after our prayer is 499. The reason why we have to do this is because we can't get a copyright for it. So it's $4.99. And uh, Judy, if you will announce it again as you're coming up, $4.99, just, just to make sure everyone has it. Uh, and then for those who are keeping score, uh, the, the last hymn is 313. 313. I feel like I'm calling out bingo numbers. Does anyone have 313? Okay, sorry. Please do not shout out bingo. As we come to this time of prayer, uh, let me give you an update. Kathy is doing better. We did find out that she does have a fractured rib, 
uh, that was from the procedure, but she's she's doing um, she's doing pretty good. So keep keep Kathy in in prayer. Uh, any other prayer concerns or praises that people? Have? Yes. I'd like to pray for the pol- I'd like to pray for Max, my uncle, because he caught COVID nineteen. Okay. Praying for from and and Lucy, Max and Lucy. So we'll be praying for for them. Any other prayer concerns or praise? Oh. My Hold on. My granddaughter Katie. Okay. We are praying for the Lutz's granddaughter Katie. Joyce. I have a praise. It feels great to be back in church again. And I'm also doing really well. My left knee's doing great. And I had bursitis in my hip for two months on my right leg. And it was hard to get in the car because, of course, you, when you drive, you get in with your right side. But that has finally gone away, so I'm feeling a lot better. Thank you for your prayers. Well, it's good to see you. Oh, hold on. Angela? A coworker of mine, um, her husband and her have been going through fertility and adoption um, kind of for the last 10 years. And on, their, on her 40th birthday, she found out that they were chosen um, by a birth mother in Michigan and with twin boys. So we are super excited um, celebrating with them. They do have to live down there or up there, over there. I, I teach first grade. Um, <laughs> So we don't do that, but they do have to live there for a month. It's adoption COVID yeah. protocol. So just kind of, you know, pray for her as she gets her classroom ready and it's going to be kind of up in the air. And also this week they found out that baby B um, is not growing quite as well. And they did find some fluid on the brain. So they're going to have to do some more testing and, you know, she doesn't live nearby and the mom, birth mom does not do prenatal care. So anyways, just a lot of excitement and a lot of prayer, but yes. it's a great journey. So It is a great journey, and so we will need to pray for her um, and to jump in it with two uh, children. Um, she, two boys. You know, did she ever pray for patience? Because I had friends who had paid for, prayed for patience, and they got twins. So that's why Kathy and I never prayed for patience. Um, but we, you know, that's an incredible journey that they have to do. So a wonderful, wonderful story. So we're praying for, for healing for, for the, the one boy. Um, and uh, may God bless them. Any other prayer concerns or praises that... Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I was... Uh, Dave's nephew and his wife have started IV uh, in, in vitro. Um, they've been trying for like seven years, so pray for um, just that it's part of God's plan for them to have more babies. Uh, also, babies, Dave's cousin, her son and his wife, um, she is currently... 32 weeks pregnant and she's been in the hospital they're pregnant with twins and there's been some concern with the growth 
So while we're praying for families and babies, we'll add those couples to the list, please. Okay. We do need to uh, continue uh, to pray for those who are wanting children. Uh, We pray we're so glad for um, those out there who will uh, stand up and to adopt children. Uh, I think that is an awesome thing that God calls people. And then those who are wanting to get pregnant and going through the trials and things uh, of that. Um, we need to keep them in prayer. Um, any other? Oh, Amy? From Zoom, um, Lisa and Chris Lair will be celebrating their 18th wedding anniversary on Monday. So praises and celebration for that. Okay, Lisa and Chris celebrating 18 years, did you say? 18 years, okay. Well, just so I'm not outdone on that, tomorrow we'll be celebrating 41 years. 41 (laughs) years anniversary. Does anyone want to top that one? Well, happy anniversary uh, to all of, to those who are celebrating. Uh, As we come to this time of prayer, um, I want us to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to to say this, as we're coming um, to prayer, we need to pray for our nation and we need to pray for our community. Um, I'm concerned of how we talk to one another. And I know we get passionate about things and we get upset and things like that. And I've been guilty of that as well. Uh, but recently I've seen how people have responded uh, at school board meetings and things like that. Uh, understand we can debate. We, you can be for vaccines, against vaccines. You can be for masks, against masks. It's how we're talking to one another. And we're not talking to one another. We're yelling at one another. And we need to stop that. As a Christian, I have my certain beliefs and I can make that known to someone without getting it nasty. And, um, and I've had things I've had to learn from that. And we, I mean, just seeing some of the, in our community, the board meetings of, yeah, we need to pray for healing. We, we've lost the ability to debate. We've lost the ability, uh, ability to discuss. And so I'm praying for God's forgiveness on us. We, we need to take a stand. That, great. Awesome. But we do it in a way that would honor God. So let's pray. Gracious Lord, we come to you because we need you. We come to you to worship and to celebrate you. But Lord, there are times that we fail. There are times that we want to express ourselves and we miss the mark. There are some times that we get so passionate about something that we forget about the other, the other person's feelings or emotions. So Lord, forgive us. Lord, you've asked us to take a stand. You've asked us to um, stand on our principles, to stand on truth. But you've also told us to stand on grace. You called us 
to not only love you and to love our neighbors, but you've also asked us to love our enemies, to do good. So Lord, help us when we try to talk to one another, that the love will show out. And yes, Lord, we as Christians are divided on a lot of things. We, we don't see eye to eye, but at the end of the day, is Jesus Christ Lord? That's what really matters. It's the salvation. So Lord, help us to come back to a time that we can talk and that we can share and that, yes, Lord, we get passionate. We get passionate about you, but Lord, help us to stay the course. Lord, we pray for this country because Satan is dividing us. We're not united. We are divided. And Lord, only through you can we come back. We need you. So Lord, we pray that you will come. So Lord, for those that are hurting, we ask for healing. Those who are needing comfort, we ask for peace. For those that are about to begin a journey, we ask for wisdom. For new life, Lord, we praise you. And for those, our friends that we've lost, Lord, we pray that they've known you. So, Lord, hear our hearts. Thank you for the birthdays, anniversaries. But, Lord, again, it's about you. So, Lord, on this day, help our focus that we keep our eyes upon Jesus. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Our scripture is from Matthew chapter 28, 16 through 20, reading from the New Living Translation. Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all my commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. May God add his blessings to this reading. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, guide my words and open our hearts and ears to your message. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So, it doesn't matter what we're kind of going through um, as far as what new fads going on or what trend. The gospel has always been the same. No matter where we've started with, when, when Jesus started teaching, it's never changed. It's always been the same yesterday, today, and in the future. And so we have to stay grounded in our faith. And in order to do that, we have to know Scripture. We have to know the Word. But we've also been told to be set apart because we're not of this world. It's kind of hard to do that. It's kind of hard to be separated from the world when God has actually told us to go into the world to make disciples. There are times where you see groups of people shunning others and and staying by themselves, but that's not what God has asked us. We have to be in this world. We have to use certain things. And sometimes we get concerned about it. How far do we go? Because we don't want to be caught up in temptation, but there's people out there who need to hear the truth. So, what do we do with the Great Commission? After his resurrection, Jesus had gathered his disciples and he, and he wanted them to come and to worship, and they did. But even then, there were some who still doubted. We, we hesitate. We talked about that um, at some point the last two weeks of what will God put on your heart? Do we just do it or do we hesitate? Because we're not really sure. But God has asked us to do both. To be separated from the world, but also go into the world to preach. And by whose authority do we have to do this? This is Christ working in us. So, um, Dave, I just, I just need to ask, have you ever tried to be cool, like the cool dad, and say some cool things, and, and does your children look at you and go, Dad, no. 
I've, I've, I've done that with my children. I tried to be the cool dad, and they would go, no. Have, have you ever gotten the hen? I, I would get the hen from my No, dad. Kind of like when my father first said the word groovy. I was just like, dad, that was 10 years ago. Please never say that again. And... But we, we do. We try to get on their level and try to be, you know, styling. And it doesn't work, does it? No, it doesn't. But sometimes what we have to do is just, again, keep it simple. We don't have to fit in in certain areas. We just need to be genuine of who we are. Because understand, as we talked about last week, Fades, uh, um, things will change, trends will change. As we think of this modern life, you know, in the Old Testament, we, we saw a lot of the Israelites kind of lose heart. Or maybe they got bored. Or maybe they, they were just looking for the next new thing. And whenever they went into a certain area, they, they would worship God. But then they would go, oh, look, they're worshiping like something made out of wood or something made out of gold. Hey, that's pretty cool. Let's, why don't we do that? And they were easily swayed. And now we don't actually have those things, but we do have our own idols, I mean, think about those things that uh, this world looks at, success, beauty, sex, those things that they were saying, hey, this is what needs to happen if, if you want to be cool. And yet what, they, what we're looking at is they start to worship that. Tim Keller wrote, that there were some people in 2008 who committed suicide because they lost everything. That's where they had put their hope. We heard in the crash of, was it 1928, 1929, the crash, 29, that people committed suicide because they had put all of their hope and all of their faith in money. I mean, every, Tim Keller writes that every culture has been dominated by idols. Now we have different shrines. We have office tower, towers, spas, gyms, studios, stadiums. And the sacrifices that we made are people that make. We're just thinking, you know, if we just had the good life, If everything was good, if everything's wonderful, then everything's going to be okay. Because that's what we do. If if we get more stuff, then God's going to bless us more. He says, what are the gods of beauty, power, money, achievement? But these things that we kind of assume that think that this is going to make it. We're going to be awesome. And we'll get into heaven because 
we're good. I was surprised when Tim Keller wrote about child sacrifice, and I was like, well, we don't do child sacrifice anymore. He says we do if we think more success than we do of our family. If we're focusing more on climbing the corporate ladder and thinking more and more about where we can go and not think about our family, then we actually have sacrificed our family. If we're going to be on this mission of the gospel, that means we have to share the hope with every single person in our community. And how do we do that? Well, it's very simple Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon. We didn't beat anyone over the head with um, Bible. We just had a meal. People started talking, and the biggest thing that came from that is that they want the table back. So if someone wants to head that up, let me know. But that was great because they could just come and they can talk and they could socialize. We have to, sometimes a challenge to reach out because they don't dress the same way that we do. They don't believe the ways that we do. But that starts the conversation. You know, we used to, as a nation, send out missionaries with the gospel. We were trying to model this after the, after the first church in Acts, the early churches. And now, because the message is getting out, there are other countries sending missionaries here. Hottest thing that other countries are sending missionaries to America because the gospel is not being preached. We have to be able to spread the gospel in our communities. And we will use and I will use different tactics that maybe are not the the best. There are, you can, we can have a, a good discussion on the evils of Facebook, but there are times I have to use it f- to reach out to the community and to others. We have used different things so that we can reach people for the gospel. Because we have to reach them somehow and still maintain the truth of the gospel. Ed um, Seltzer, he says that culture itself is not evil. It's both comprised of good and evil, just how we particularly use it.
There are some evangelicals that believe that Scripture is warning against the world. And then if, we, if the Scripture is warning against the world, then we need to stay together and not be out among people. But that's not what God asked us to do. Christ asked us to go out beyond these walls and preach the gospel. And to understand that every single person out there has sinned. I have sinned. And I've been forgiven. And so being forgiven, I know what it takes. I know the struggles. I was, you're going to hear this again, I, I was reading in Judges this week because I'm going to be preaching on it. And I was reading where they were trying to get people out of the land that they were in. God had said, get these people out of your land. Get these people out of your land. It's pretty clear. Get them out of your land. But some of the Israelites would go in and they would go, oh, we make a pack. Okay, you can live here. And God said, okay, because you didn't say so or do what I said, these people are now going to be a thorn in your flesh. And that made me think of Paul and the thorn in his flesh. And there, as I was talking to my wife, I have a thorn in my flesh. There, You have a thorn in your flesh. And I go, God, why can't you take this away? And I realized because I have to depend on him. Because if I didn't have that thorn, if I didn't have the battles with depression, if I didn't have the battles with anxiety, then I could miss God's work in me and in others. It's constantly grounding me into God's truth. So out in this world, we have people from all walks of life who need to hear the gospel. We need to show them genuine love and desires for them to be disciples of Christ. I was reading something from uh, K.B. Hole in her article, Dream Smaller. Sometimes... There are people who say, you got to go big or go home. you got to do this in order to get people. You know, if you build really big churches and you have a big youth program, you have a children's program, and you have uh, multi-site campuses, and you have celebrity pastors, and, you, and it's, you have to have that big vision, that big calling, that big flock, because only then can you be successful But here's the thing that KB had put out. She said, we live in a world of big dreams, but we must not be afraid to dream smaller. In order to, to reach people, sometimes it takes two or three. 
two or three. Maybe God is leading you to just pray for that one person or to lead one person to Christ. It doesn't matter the size. It depends on our heart. If we do not care for people, if we don't walk with them, if we don't show them Christ, then why are we here? I've seen incredible things that people here have done who have reached out to people, who've prayed for them. This is why we're coming back and and focusing back on prayer because a lot of people come to us and say, would you pray for us? They, They know that something's going on here. We have to be able to make disciples. And that means making one at a time. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, the vision that you've set on my heart and our hearts is that we do this one at a time. Yes, we... We sometimes are envious of larger churches, but Lord, you called all of us to be a church. It'd be great to have the church full, but if no one's coming to know you, if no one's being, being made a disciple, then it doesn't honor you. So Lord, you're going to use us because we've asked to follow your will. So Lord, help us to make disciples. And the the disciples that we've made, that they keep growing because it's never done. So Lord, hear our prayer that we become more like Christ and that we reach out to others for Christ. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So in this reflection time, we've um, I I was talking to Joanne and Donna at the picnic, and it was really good success. And I said, okay, what's next? And they've already started thinking about that because it's great to celebrate and go, wow, this was wonderful, awesome. But we can't just, just stay there. There are other people who need to hear the gospel. So how do we do that? And you've already answered before, and, and, but again, this week, this week, how are you going to reach people for Christ this week? Is anyone going to reach someone for Christ? Hmm? Every day. And how do you, how do, you do that? Look for opportunities. 
But isn't that scary if we look for opportunities because God may use us? Going outside. Yeah, I know. Lord, I really want to serve someone on, for Christ today. Let them come to my front door because I'm just going to stay here where it's safe. This world is a scary place, but we're not called to be, play it safe. We've got to go out and we've got to preach the gospel. And we have to do it out of love. Amen? So this week, look for that opportunity. Look for that, pray that God will give you that opportunity. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, it is hard. It is hard to pray for you to open doors and, and let, us, let us share the gospel because, Lord, we're sometimes afraid. We're hesitant. We're not comfortable. But, Lord, help us to understand that the power of the Holy Spirit is within us that you would give us the words, that you would give us the strength, that you would give us the courage, and that you would give us the peace so that when we go out, we are not alone. It is what you told us, that you are with us till the end of the age. Hear our prayer, O Lord. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
So the last song, Anywhere with Jesus, Safe to Go, I think that is our benediction. Anywhere with Jesus, it is safe to go. Amen? Amen.